0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this, this,
1: this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters
0: at the Star in Frisco.
1: Hand-off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord.
0: Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in, the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Hekma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Go! Go! Dallas Cowboys! Yeah.
1: It is a Victory Monday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip. And the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys as we are live from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco following a 35-29 instant classic win over the Dallas Cowboys, or excuse me, the Dallas Cowboys over the New
0: England Patriots. <laughs> we beat ourselves, really. <laughs> we literally. Almost, did. <laughs> we literally almost literally almost did, literally, for sure. Yeah,
1: there were a lot of penalties in that ballgame, and we'll certainly get to that. But first... Guys, uh, it's a little different not being the first show to go on Victory right? Monday. Yeah, that's weird. It's a little bit different. We're going right. a, in the afternoon for those of you who listen later on, but normally we go at 9 a.m. So, guys, now that the heart rate has settled even a little bit, Hekma, uh, how are we feeling after last night?
0: Man, I feel wonderful. I, I feel great. I, it's uh, especially when it, ugly win, win nonetheless. We tried to do everything to lose it, <laughs> uh, but sometimes. Even you can't get in the way, especially when you operate in grace. You know something about operating in grace. Sometimes, man, you could just get through it. And I don't want to say too big to fail, but sometimes you're too explosive to fail. And when we needed a play to be made, we made the plays. Shout out to Cedric Wilson. Wow. Shout out to said Man, what a, what a game, though. What a game from the first quarter all the way through overtime, man. I don't know if I've seen – there's been a lot of great games in the NFL this year, but that one right there, that took the cake
2: yeah no that was a heck of a ball game um, <clears throat> proud of the guys for battling through all the different forms of adversity uh, obviously they had the element and the environment that they were in and then you throw the referees in there um, for their contributions to, to yeah. challenges it's very uh, true and then um, you know obviously bad bad plays injuries all those things and they they, they found a way to overcome all those things um, not with the guys that you would expect. Right, necessarily, not the about not with the guys you would necessarily expect, and that's the thing with this team. Um, you know that that guy who's behind that other guy, he can ball too. Um, and, and teams are having to fear not only just those premier guys, but also everybody else re- has to be respected on this roster.
1: Yeah, I think this is a game where offensively you showed your depth a yeah. little bit because you mentioned it. The, some of the guys who made the play, sure, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, they they made some of the big plays when you needed it. But it was Ty and Secky coming in and yep. filling in on a touchdown drive for Tyron Smith, who was out for a little bit of time there. Ty and came in and played really well yeah. uh, in, in the, the limited time, limited, limited action that. He saw it was Cedric Wilson with the miraculous elevating grab on fourth down and four that saves the ball game. And it allows you to, to go Literally. downfield and, and and make this a ball game. So, it was. It was some of the unsung heroes in this and game. And you also
0: got to say Noah Brown. Noah Brown. Noah Brown had a first down catch where he got blasted. Yeah, he did. And he held on to the rock. So, I mean, I think our in using the, the basketball analogy, our six-man showed up. Mm-hmm. And everybody that <laughs> needed to come in, you point out Ty Seki, I think everybody was collectively holding their breath about Tyron Smith going to the locker room, didn't know even coming in with the neck because questionable there were game time decisions there but man 79 he stepped up he did a really good job in that time but fortunately Smith was able to come back into the game
1: we asked Nate Newton on the pregame show if Tyron Smith does not go the full game do you have faith in the Cowboys tackle depth and his answer no no <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, he was pretty adamant, no, I do not have faith at all, put his fist to the to the table uh, to really talk about it. And Ty and Zach, he proved everybody wrong and had a, a solid showing, and it proved to, to pay dividends. Even Greg Zerline, after missing the 51-yarder, which was bad, and certainly that's a, a coaching decision I think that would have been questioned more if it would have been a loss, then the craziness ensued afterwards. Right. Uh, but then he comes back and he hits a 49-yarder on the road in New England to tie the ball game and to send it into OT to allow your team to, to to make some plays. So lots of guys offensively that that stepped up. But defensively, it was your guys who made plays. Randy Gregory forcing a fumble in a strip sack of Mac Jones. It was Trayvon Diggs with the pick six. Uh, how does he do that again? What did you guys think defensively of how the Cowboys stood up on that side of the ball?
2: I feel like overall it was okay. Um, Obviously, later later on in the game, they let allow some things to happen that they shouldn't have, and that they obviously want to circle and highlight and bring it back. Um, But I think for one of the few times this year, you know, obviously when you think about special teams, you think about them being on defense as well. That third of the game kind of being the two, you know, the, the one half of the game, if you per se depending on how you look at it, and you got guys like Luke Gifford. Right, stepping up and making huge plays—that was oh, huge, yeah, huge. Yeah, um, you know, so I think you could throw throw his name in the hat in terms of the defensive playmakers um, in this game. But you know, I think they did they did well overall. Uh, they they add some pressure to, to Mac Jones. We knew that he was not a guy that you could just pressure, and he just folds underneath that. Um, obviously, he he has, his maneuverability in the pocket was amazing. The plays that he that that Gregory had against him—obviously, I don't care what human being was back there—they would have got their soul taken from them. Um, and then you know. For his for, for Mac Jones, you know, respect to him for bouncing back after the after the interception, he came right back at him, right right back at Diggs, um, you know. But those guys, those are plays that you learn from, you know. Diggs, you know, obviously, I don't know what happened there, communication wise. Looks like Kazi was out of a position, but those are things that that you highlight and say, hey, we overcame this, um, we did a great job overall. But these are things that we can even tidy up even a little bit more as we go further on and down the road.
1: This is really the first time I think in a win the Cowboys you could really get after the way they they didn't execute on a couple of occasions. Like, this was a sloppy win. Even in the game against the Chargers where you won by three and you had the field goal late from Zerline to win it, you still felt really good about how you were able to play. Mm. I didn't feel good about how the Cowboys played yesterday. I mean, the penalties were certainly huge. I mean, kept backing yourself up. You can't afford to go on the road and make that many mistakes, especially when Bill Belichick is on a headset in the opposite sideline. And somehow the Cowboys were able to pull it out what was your biggest concern throughout the game, though, Heckma? Because there were a couple different ways you could you could point at it, but hopefully it's nothing that could linger into the bye week and then the rest
0: of the year. Yeah, I think we talked about what our concerns would be going into the game, knowing that Belichick is he would have these guys coached up. For this game, the mistakes that we made, all of those things are something that you definitely frown at. But you love the resiliency from your team to pull away, even though they made every mistake in the book, 150 yards and penalties, even on that final drive. You know, to get to overtime, we were committing penalties. But I love when we just switching back to the defense, the chess game between McDaniels and Quinn, like these guys were going it. and Josh McDaniels is still top tier offensive coordinator in this league and he had some things ready for the Cowboys got to understand man these people everyone's gotten an opportunity to look at what Quinn is doing and evaluating we talked about the history that these guys have between each other and it was front and center because of some of the mistakes and miscues that we had on defense I think you know look we held them in check uh, yardage wise other than that 75 yard bomb from Bourne and like, I don't want to make any mistakes for Kazi there because he took a bad angle. It was horrible. But we got to think about he is the same player that got a personal foul. Uh, I believe it was the new—it was either New York or against Carolina. It was last week against yeah. New York. So he hit a personal foul. And I'm thinking the, the angle that he took, because he obviously saw, that, that, he saw it. <laughs> Everybody that's looking at it, there's two things that can happen. Back when you were playing, that was a medicine ball. You were running straight into the safety. He was either going to knock you out. Or he's going to intercept that ball. He did neither, and so I don't know if that was in his mind the reason why he took the the angle again. I don't want to give him an excuse, but for me, for a free safety to take that bad an angle on a play that obviously you know you can either get the, knock the ball away from this guy or get an interception. It was a horrible angle, by I can see.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it was bad play by him and Diggs on that on that play. I think that was the same exact type of play that the interception that Diggs got last week um, against was it G- Gannon? Uh, who, who remind me who was the quarterback? Yeah, it it was Gannon. Gannon, yeah. yeah. The, the pass at Gannon, we had a, you know we had a nice little, little de- de- debate be- debate about that last week. I think that was the same type of play. He tried to undercut it. He tried to go for the big play, and unfortunately, this wasn't Gannon. This was Mac Jones. Who By the way, the it's Glennon. Glennon, Mike Glennon. 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 Thank, Glennon. You. Thank you. I knew I was off. You're uh, good. Uh, but yeah, this was this ball was on on, on the money. So uh, obviously, last week it worked to Diggs in his favor. And This week it did not. Um, but you know, those are plays that they again they'll sure up. Those are you know you can see Diggs running, chasing them down like he should, giving 100 effort. Um, unlike last year, uh, other guys that chose not to give 100 effort. Um, <laughs> but you know, those are things that, that those are that's communication. And you can see him running, looking back, like, man, what the heck was that? And I think they were both in the wrong. Um, I think they'll both come to the table today, watch the film, and be like, all right, man, all right, going forward, when we see this look, let's do this. Let's communicate this way. Let's play it safe here or, you know, whatever it may be. They'll, they'll work it out. You need those plays. If those plays don't happen, then the, the mistake that you saw last night will happen in the playoffs, and that's not when you want it to happen for oh, the first time. No.
1: Yeah, it's a learning moment. And yeah. you need these types of games to build upon for a team if you want to, to – get to the next level you want to make a run in the playoffs you need games like this where it's a ruckus atmosphere you're on the road you've got a great coach on the opposite sideline because you don't go up against poor teams in the playoffs you, that just doesn't happen so moments like that Not this year that's true she's <laughs> yeah there's a lot of teams there's, out there right now NFC is strong they are very strong but that's the thing is is moments like that are where this Cowboys team is going to look back on Week 17, 18, heading into the playoffs yeah. and then look back and say, that was a moment we learned something. Yep. And Trayvon Diggs, he's that type of player. Trayvon Diggs, you can take with the interceptions what you want. He has mm-hmm. seven picks in six games. Crazy. That's historic, yeah. unbelievable. But he's going to give up plays because he's aggressive. Yep. He's going to give up the big play, the seventy-five yarder. And, and I think that I mean, if I just looking from the outside, not
2: knowing what the coverage exactly was, not knowing what their responsibilities were in the meeting room, if I'm looking at it from the outside, understanding what I do know about football, is it looked like. Diggs is like you know I'm going to be aggressive and I need you to back me up just in case I don't get he needs that help I need that help right give me that extra help so I because so that I can play aggressive I need you to be a true a real safety be a yeah. safety and 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 be the last line of defense so I can go out there and take my take a high risk high, high reward or
0: high risk you know. No, no biscuit, no biscuit, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's so true. Like you said, man, with what you know about football and just understanding from that perspective, whatever coverage you're in, I got a man in, in the hole behind me, so I can play aggressive underneath and I can cut underneath that. And you could tell even when the ball was released, he's like, "Oh, he got this," yep. you know. And although he's come back and taken the responsibility and said, "Yo, mm-hmm. that was on me," that's just a pro being a pro Absolutely. in a situation like that, not throwing your other guy up under, under bus. the bus. But man, come on, even. You can see that. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it's definitely an error, miscommunication, coverage, mm-hmm.
1: and that communication and that camaraderie on the backside of the defense is once again it's a credit to Dan Quinn because this is this one stuck out because there hasn't been that much miscommunication on the defense yeah. throughout the first five weeks of the year, six weeks of the year now, you haven't seen a whole lot of that.
0: Well, you come against a guru that can make you do things like that and again, we have to talk about the patriots and what they did and give them the respect that they earned from us because I I believe everybody sees that Mac Jones is going to be a somebody in this league. He had some some damn good throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously that those that first touchdown we let, left them in a uh, favorable field position and all of that. But still, they had some they had some uh, drives on us. And uh defensively, you, you look at what Randy Gregory did, but you also go back and see, hey, man, they had a 101-yard uh, rusher against us. So they did have some success running as well. And if you could take this 75-yard touchdown out, we would have held them to about, right at about 150 yards total passing. So that's mm-hmm. not something that you just you know, explode about. But yeah. at the same time, <laughs> if you can play efficiently, not turn the ball over and do all the correct things, you can win an ugly game like that if you're the Patriots, but they just came up against a bus all.
1: Yeah, and that offense is, is nuts. We'll talk about the offense in the next segment. But sticking defensively, you brought up Damian Harris with the first triple-digit rusher yeah. against the Cowboys defense this season. Are we worried about the run defense Just because of this game, because it looked like drive after drive, that was where the success lied for New England. It looked like they were able to get a push up front, able to out physical the front seven. Now I know they're missing a couple of guys there, but is that something to look at moving forward? No, no. This that's the strength of their team, and we talked about that. You know, I mean, they went thirteen personnel that entire
2: first drive. Yeah, they did thirteen personnel. They went. Three tight ends for the entire first drive and just said, We're bigger than you, we're stronger than you. That's something that we have to take, you know, we got to take to heart. And obviously, you just mentioned we're missing some pieces there, but those are, that's teams are, teams are going to look at that. Teams are going to look at that and be like, We can bulldog these boys from time to time, you know, and obviously they're going to, they're going to pop, they're going to bite back. But if we have one advantage against the Cowboys, it's on the ground game. And let's go ahead and just, just 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 put the big boy helmet on and we're going forward, juggernaut style. I think that we can expect to see more of that in the future. Um, but it's not something to worry about. It's just something that, you have, again, you learn you learn from it, right? You circle it on the film. You put the little laser on it and you say, see this right here? Let's not let this happen again. This is how we're going to address it. And then you go out there and you, can, you make sure that you capitalize on
0: it next week. Now, I'm curious, you know, being that obviously you being a former player and Knowing that the NFC has the player, the the teams in it the way yeah. that they do, after this going into the bye, matching up all of the teams in the NFC, mm-hmm. where do you see the Cowboys right now?
2: I want to. I'm looking forward to that Arizona game. I can tell you that. Um, I think you know when you think about the NFC, I think you automatically think Tampa Bay. You think Dallas. You think Arizona. and You think the Rams. Rams. Yeah. Those are the four teams that you throw the hit. Packers in there too. I think. I don't think the Packers have the firepower to really? do. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think they have the leader. To make it happen, but I don't think they have. I'm not. I don't. I don't fear the Packers as if I fear outside the other of team.
1: Adams and Rodgers, You don't think the personnel stands up? I don't. Which I, don't. I would agree with. Yeah, that point. I don't. I think that Aaron
2: Rodgers is always a threat, and if the game's close, you, that's not the dude that you want to be going against. But I think that that's a team that you can get up on and and expand your lead versus those those other three teams that I mentioned. We already faced Tampa. Right, We face Tampa already. We know what they're fully capable of with a stacked roster and only going to get better. Um, And then you have the Rams that that Matthew Stafford is figuring out his personnel, and those guys are rolling, and their defense is playing well too. Mm -hmm. And then you got Arizona who's playing lights out, obviously. And you have to look at them as probably the most between us, Arizona, and uh, Kansas City, even with – sorry, y'all – even with Kansas City's – woes they've had early on, they're only going to get stronger because they're um, if they, no, what am I saying? Not Arizona, I'm thinking about Kansas City uh, Arizona, they're going to get stronger because they just picked up who? Yeah, right. Tight end? Yep, they just got Zach Ertz, so they're not even mm-hmm. at full capacity yet. So now they have A.J. Green who's looking A.J. Green-ish they have B. Hop on the outside and now they put Zach Ertz in there and then they got Connor and then they got a Kyler Murray running around. That's dangerous that's dangerous. So I mean, I look at the. I don't know where we fit in there, but I would love to see those matchups.
0: Yeah, and that's what what I'm thinking about right now. Just our comparison, and I can't wait to get to that uh, Cardinals game as well, but I think if you're watching us from the outside looking in, you're just as impressed and you're just as timid about facing us because you recognize we can hit you from every angle. Absolutely. And I don't even think we've even seen the full arsenal of what – you haven't seen the full potential of this offense yet. Dak Prescott is – Balling, and, and it's a lot of people that are questioning how he ranks as far as the rest of the league and quarterbacks. There's no way that you can't put him in the top five right now. There's no way. And no. everything is debatable. Agreed. And they oh, well, t- you know, uh, Tom Brady this, Aaron Rodgers that. But let's talk about the numbers because that's what it's all going to be predicated off of. And based off of that completion percentage and his yardage, I mean, to hang the numbers that he put on Belichick. And when they said Belichick has never had that many yards placed on him by any quarterback bruh that, that's where you got to back up and say kudos to that and he, his the consideration for him being MVP they have to start saying it and putting some respect on his name right now you know what mm-hmm. you know what I'm worried
2: about the only thing I'm worried about this really is the only thing I'm worried about I'm not worried about guys getting hurt and us having you know guys that can back them up I'm worried about when we get our full team back when everybody's back when Gala's back Gallimore's back D Law Trisha Hill all those guys when everybody's back Do our guys that are making plays right now, our our quote-unquote second-string guys, do they back down? and kind of go back into that mindset of, oh, I'm a second tier guy? Or do do they step up and say, I'm still that dude regardless of when I come into the game? That's crucial. That's my biggest worry right now, or, or area of concern, because that's a real thing. There are guys that, when they're in a position to say, hey, you're that dude right now, and we need you to be that dude, and they go out there and ball out. But as soon as the big dog comes back,
1: yeah. a lot of guys kind of go back into their house, and I don't want to see that. Luckily, you don't have that problem with the quarterback position. No. You have Dak Prescott there, and, and sure, that is a, that's a huge concern. And I think that's something something that we should talk about maybe next week at yeah, some yeah. point. I We could do a whole show on that mindset, which actually I think would be a great show. But I want to go back to the, the stat you threw out a second ago. Most passing yards in a win versus Bill Belichick all time. Kurt Warner was second, 401. Peyton Manning with 400 even. Warren Moon at 399. That's my dude. Now sitting atop the list, Dak Prescott with 445. That's some pretty... Pretty good company. It's awesome. In terms of quarterbacks and damn good company. Yeah. And he put it out by 44 yards. I mean, he was 44 <laughs> yards over Dak second place it, Kurt Warner, That's who's awesome. a Hall of Famer. He's got a gold jacket. So all those guys are yeah, Hall of Famers. Uh, let's talk about Dak Prescott a little bit more when we come back on the other side of the break. Is Dak's injury a concern? A calf strain on the final play? We'll talk about it when we come back on talking Cowboys.
2: Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and Stetson is
1: proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys.
0: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talkin Cowboys.
1: It is a great people, great play, replay. You have heard that Jason Witten has gone off and joined the Caliber Collision team. If you want to join him to do great work with great people for great pay, you can apply now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Go make that bread with the, Caliber the Collision. you the scratch. Mm hmm. Along with Isaiah Stanbank, Heck Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. No Rob Phillips today. So Rob P. It's unfortunate. Rob P. Island is currently... Stuck on island. Stuck on the island. <laughs> Truly. Not, it's not a Danny McRae yeah. island either. It's not Survivor. He's, he's stuck in Boston trying to get back home, and we will have him later this week. We call this, this a travel day. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. nice. a nice little travel day for Rob P. He was up there doing great work. Had a sideline hit on the pregame show. He was awesome. He's doing a great job on the sideline, too. He really is. Yeah. I, I think he's done a great job. Are we surprised? No, no, no
0: man. Exactly. He's suited and booted and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. He had the tie
0: game yeah, working. The tie game. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: he actually made Nick's the, Nick, Nick at night had to step his tie game yes, out. Know, he was all suited and booted, too. I said, uh-huh. okay, both yeah, of these Nick boys. Look, is.
1: They both looked fresh yesterday mm. on, the, on the pregame show. Speaking of suited and booted, let's talk about the boot. Mm. You like that? How about... Dak Prescott showing up to the press conference yesterday in a walking boot. Officially a calf strain for QB1. And he had a little bit of a limp to him walking off the plane and and getting back to Dallas. And, of course, it was sustained on the final play of the game, the 35-yard touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb to win it. And he said, hey, it hurts a little bit less when you score to win the game and you win on the road like that. It is a bye week. It's a great time for a bye week. Lots of guys with nagging injuries. But... Isaiah, with it being a calf strain, is this something that Cowboys fans should keep uh, their eye on or should they be worried about for Dak? Yeah,
2: definitely, definitely have to keep your eye on it. Uh, simply because it's your <laughs> the most valuable player on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, he plays the most important position on your on the team. And then number three, it's his right leg, which means that's his leg that he has to actually drive off of. He has to plant it on the on, on the backside of his drop, and then he also has to drive off of that leg to create some kind of velocity with the ball. So definitely, it's a, an area of concern. Uh, you factor in the fact factor in the the matter that it's a calf. Um, I believe Gallup had a calf, correct? Yeah. Right, And we haven't seen Gallup for some time.
0: Yeah. So Since week
2: one. Yeah, so we yeah. don't know how dire this is. Obviously the MRI will tell, um, but in terms of right now, in terms of seeing him in the boot and seeing him limping, yeah, that's something that you want to have your antennas up for. And um, um, just hopefully it's not that bad. Hopefully, timing-wise he doesn't have to miss anything, especially with this bye week.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Gallup out since week one with pretty much the same exact injury. A calf strain. He was originally supposed to only be out for three weeks. Mm. Got put on IR. He was Supposed to come off week four. It has since
0: taken a little bit longer. Now calf strain is is a bad word here at the star, and uh, not only you, you talk about Gallup, but also Zach Martin went out last year with you know pull, strain, whatever it is. Obviously, we're not going to know the gist of all of it. And nope. and Dak said yesterday on the press conference, look, I'm just going to let y'all have fun with this boot uh, to make it seem as though, look, it's, it's really nothing. They're going to do an MRI on it. They're going to check on it, but the severity of it, we'll never know. As long as four is on the field, I just feel like we have a chance anyway. And so for him to be able to make that last play under duress, off his back leg, it's just picturesque Dak. And so right now, as I say, as I you know you don't want to win that way but it was one of those games that you were really happy that the team was resilient enough to come back let's talk about the turnovers in the red zone shall we because yeah. that's that's really where you look where you circle highlight like you said earlier and look at some problems that can get you beat when you talk about getting your whole nucleus back together because if you've turn the ball over in the red zone like that, it's literally impossible to win a game. And most teams don't. It's you, No one could play error-free or perfect football, but when you do it in your red zone, it's just a little bit more. Uh, it takes the, all of the momentum away from you, and those are basically points that you're taking off of the board. So, you know, Dak played through those, and it seemed like the sense of urgency the field generalship that he had the entire game i mean he couldn't have orchestrated a better drive than the one to get the field goal at the end and it, those are like the little moments in the game to me that screamed mvp when you see him do what he did especially in overtime especially in overtime man he was so clutch it was a gutsy performance
1: and let's go back to the the red zone we knew going into that game it was going to be tough to score on the Patriots defense in the red zone. They were holding opponents to 50% efficiency inside the 20. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's something to to look at. So, going into it you knew that was going to be a problem. So why was it still a problem to execute? Why can't you get a push up front when you know the physicality is going to come from that front 7? It's going it, to it turned into a problem.
2: Just cuz you know it's going to come don't mean that you can stop it. I mean those guys are professionals too and those guys are big. Those boys are heavy. Heavy like Chevys around there, you know what I mean? Uh, the boys is big <laughs> They're up there. Big. Yeah, um I mean, it's tough. I mean, you can acknowledge what the strengths of the opposing teams are all day long, but that doesn't give you the advantage to be able to just go out there and push them out the way. Uh, obviously, I mean, going back to the red zone, really, really the black zone down there on the goal line, uh, third down was a touchdown, but the camera angles, Should have been. Yeah, camera angles won't show you that, right? So, I mean, that's something that the NFL has to continue to improve upon, right, in terms of technology and all that jazz, but it is what it is. So, what do you do? You go to fourth down, now all of a sudden you have your quarterback trying to jump over the pile. It's not something I've ever liked to do at that position, but some you know dire And situations. that was a
0: touchdown. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that the
1: third was down gonna, was a touchdown. Third down was a touchdown. I I mean, I mean, Fourth down, was down. A man. They got look, the football, it goes right. back
0: to what we've been talking about: the technology that needs to be in the football that shows you that their ball play- has crossed the plane. Yep. This is the second time that this has happened to us, where we get mm-hmm. down in there mm-hmm. and Dak sneaks it, and the, the officials say that he didn't get in. Look, I'm like, I don't want to use them in any way as an excuse. I think if you watched the game you saw that there were plenty of missed calls but right there in that situation to me I think, look man, he scored hands should have been raised. There's no way especially on any time there's a score, they're going to review it anyway yep. and, and so I just didn't understand why we went for it so fast right there. That was the only thing that I, I had a question about. Come on man, let, give them opportunity to actually look at the review which we did.
1: Because it was inside two minutes too so you couldn't, couldn't challenge it so it had to be from the booth, the booth. It was the, the whole thought process after the third down. And since it wasn't a scoring play, it's not an automatic review. So I agree, so you, oh I, I agree with you. I think they should have taken more time to say, hey, let's let the guys upstairs make a decision or not whether to review it. But you're right. They got up to the line, thought they had an advantage to try and catch them off guard with the quick pitch, well, I mean, quick reach. It would have, had been,
2: it would have had been called a touchdown first in right. order for them to review it. So, well, they could go back and look so, at it. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, but if they didn't score on a third, right, which they did, but they didn't call it a touchdown, then there's nothing to review. They're not going to automatically review it, right? Am I right? They can. You know, That's they what can. I was saying. Got you. Okay. It's
1: not automatic. It would take a decision, got which you. is why we're questioning why as, as quickly you. they got back up to the now, line of scrimmage.
2: I mean, but again, you know, things happen, man, and lessons learned. I don't think you, or you, you won't see Dak... Pulling that move out anytime soon, <laughs> uh, you know, especially with a straight calf, He probably not taken off taken off the ground at all. But um, you know, you learn from those situations. You know, I remember there's there's still plays to this day that I've had back years ago that still are fresh in my mind simply because they were just that big of a deal at that moment, right? They were just that game. You know, I remember playing back in college against Oklahoma and I fumbled, and I'm like, dang, if I didn't fumble, we would have won that game. Luckily, you know, they still won the bit, and won the game, and, but he'll still remember that play.
1: How where does this stack up in terms of the gutsy performances from Dak? And he he definitely didn't have as much success as he has in previous weeks in terms of the stats. I mean, yeah, sure, he went for five four forty-five. I mean, that's a fantastic number. <laughs> yeah. But he he was not comfortable throughout the game. A lot of his throws were on the run. Yeah. He had to kind of manufacture a game and it was a fantastic performance from him but where do you compare this to what you've seen so far this year?
0: I, I thought he played well and again 51 attempts 30, I believe it was 36 passes completed um, look, they made him uncomfortable in the pocket mm-hmm. and I think everyone expected for Belichick to make him change the trajectory of which he was going to launch that ball they, you talk about the heavy Chevys up front and the way they were pushing the pocket credit the offensive line as well for at least allowing Dak to get those throwing lanes and Man, I just just feel as though we're waiting on, and not nitpicking, this is what we do, but I'm saying we're waiting on something big to happen to try and critique Dak about. I think that he's, right now, he's playing within the offense. Him and Kellen Moore, they're not pushing anything or pressing. Mm -hmm. You saw him take Consistently, the underneath route uh, with Ezekiel Elliott. So again, I I just credit him for not pressing and taking what the defense is giving you. If he's and again, even with the injury, uh, the the horrific injury last year, you still see his ability to get out of the pocket on that. uh, He didn't get the first down, but on that third, where he's getting out and he's running. Hey, at ten of the eleven that he needed, exactly. Ah. And he's he's sliding in the pocket. He's doing all the things that you want him to do. And and if there's a play to be made, he is reading the defense. Perfectly on that play to Ceedee Lamb to end the game, dog. It, could, it no. couldn't. Have, he couldn't have executed that play any better, unless no. he landed right on his calf. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes. Thank you. That's the only way he probably could have executed that one a little better.
0: No, I
2: think. I mean, I think Dak's playing an amazing ball right now. I think he's playing lights out. I think this game was the, probably the most impressive game. Um, to date this year, um, by him simply because of what he had to overcome intellectually. Um, Coach Belichick and his staff they threw everything at him in Didn't terms they? of coverages. There was there was I mean we were in the studio watching it there. I, I'm of course I can't help but watch coverages and all that stuff when I'm watching the game and the stuff that he was facing. There was things that I haven't seen and I've watched a lot oh, of him.
1: There was one time you yeah. you openly looked around and was like Perry, Kyle, Nate like. <sighs> What, what coverage is this? Yeah, I'm, yeah We all just kind of like shrugged. We're yeah, like, I, I don't know what that is. There was some
2: stuff. I mean, he was running invert cover two. He was running double. He was doubling receivers from from defensive end positions, running out underneath. It was some amazing stuff. So for as for a quarterback to be as successful stat wise as Dak was under those under that you know the, that type of approach from Bill Belichick and staff. That was that's amazing. It was impressive because they took they took away some of his best options. Schultz was double teamed numerous times. Um, CD was double teamed numerous
0: times. How many and, teams do, do that? Double team the I mean, tight end unless I mean, you got Kittle I or mean, Kelsey. I mean, they know. I mean, they know where you were going. <laughs> right. Right. I
2: mean, so that's that's the thing, right? So in terms of Bill Belichick taking away what you do best, he knows in the red zone where he's looking. He wants to look inside out, and that's when they actually had that. Um, was it a, what was the play on the scene? Was it it was an interception? Was it? I can't remember, but anyways, he wanted to go to Schultz, and he threw the ball just outside Schultz on the, on the inside seam. You talking think, about in the red zone, yeah, and a red zone that was the interception. Yeah, it was the interception, yeah. yeah. So that's what forced that because Schultz was double teamed. So things like that, right? That he had to overcome, and again, those are things that man, bad ball, I'm a bad decision. That was a heck of a heck of a call by the D coordinator. Circle that, won't do that again, right? I've seen it now. <laughs> just just yeah. dial
0: it up, right? It's just just, just the one question. It. The one question that I had in watching it, and, and I saw those exotic coverages that they had, and. It didn't fool Dak, as you just mentioned. I, always, I, I was thinking to myself, because I've seen Belichick make those in-game adjustments, why did they stay in man for so long with guys hurt? I mean, just even in overtime, yeah, they well, were later. still willing to live and die yes, in were. man coverage.
2: But it—they uh, started mixing it up though. So even towards the end of the game, they were still playing man. Even we were, we were um, motioning Zeke out into the to, to the receiver spot and running him all the way across the field. Right there was a time where he got he got Bentley right where he ran him all the way from the right side to the left side, and Bentley just couldn't run with him. Well, the next time they came back and, and Kellen Moore tried to do the same thing, instead of Bentley running all the way with him, they passed it off to the middle linebacker. So as soon as Zeke got to the middle of the field. He passed it off the coverage, and it ended up being an incomplete pass. So there's a lot of things that looked the same, but Belichick was mixing it up in terms of looks.
0: Yeah, but but I'm like just going back to that final play on CD. They were in man. That was that was blown coverage. That was blown coverage. Uh, those guys that safety had zero
2: awareness in terms of where CD was at. It was a it was a heck of a play uh, play call by Kellen Moore, heck of a disguise by the by the backfield and by CD. CD came off as if he was going to block. And then as soon as he saw that, he saw that huh. safety law immediately. Right. And that's something that we broke down in the postgame yep. show. He saw that safety down. That safety was way too close to the line of scrimmage. Beaton, right you off, got
0: the, the play. Right can you run that play, Beam, for yeah. the people at the house? I mean, come no. on, man. Yeah, I don't know if we
1: got that cut up. Yeah,
0: nah, Beam bad. got it. Come on, Chris. I know you got it back there. He didn't but have that much winner? time. <laughs> yes, the game winner, please.
1: Oh, here it is. Here. See? Oh my gosh, she's
0: impressive. This is all yeah, crispy. We can't see it from that angle. Can't see it, but look right. at that house. Yeah, but the safety.
2: If you saw it from the wide angle, the safety was down at about eight yards, mm-hmm. and he he has zero chance. As soon as, as soon as before he pre snapped, CD knew he knew. Yeah, Light he was already back. putting he his right in. So all he had to do was be patient. That's the hardest thing as a receiver. When you know that you have the big play coming, is be patient. Let me sell this block. Let me sell this block. Gotcha. Right? And I'm gone. <laughs> there goes
1: nobody on the backside. What did you guys think of C.D. And, and the way that he played yesterday? This looks like a guy who continues to elevate his ball game, too. Um, I was very I was very
2: impressed by C.D.'s performance. Only thing, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to be super critical right now, everybody is entitled to, to play and, and celebrate how they want to. I just want to see him make the plays and not, not do the, you know, the uh, all the taunting. Ah. I mean he's he's cool with the snotty nose thing. That's cool. Do what you do. Everybody has a <laughs> thing. But like holding the ball up in front of dudes face, waving at him and like that's the stuff you I want to see him mature out of, uh, hopefully because it's just they it, were takes, giving it him, takes away from it. You they know, were it,
0: giving him that too though. You I saw man. them doing it they but, were doing a lot. Of that. I mean,
2: but again. Has go, how you go about your business Right on right, How you go about your business Now that has nothing to do with him I'm not taking no shots at him as a man But I just would prefer to see him make the plays Even if you just smile at the dude and keep it pushing But like the wave, hold it in front of him And you heard it after the game They were going back and forth He yep. mentioned that um, You could tell that they were really bickering at each other But at the end of the day Just just, just don't do it You know See, him well, with that Mil- the
1: Mills is a Dallas guy <laughs> too
2: Yeah, he is He's is. Huh? He from Mills Dallas is a Dallas Mills, guy Got you That's what's
1: up so. I hear you I mean, and that's just
0: me though and Everybody's entitled to their own
1: I'm okay with with the wave, I thought the wave was pretty sick. Actually, the just goodbye, see you later. Did you see
0: the bow at the end of the when he got even, to the sideline and bowed better. him off? Uh, just saying, though, I don't, I don't bad.
1: necessarily like the the strutting into the end zone. I would rather the ball be past the goal line before you celebrate. <laughs> in my own opinion, because <laughs> I've seen it had too our, many times. You've seen that in
2: Dallas Cowboys Nation? Are you sure? What was that? You seen that in Dallas, yeah, in yeah,
1: Dallas I Nation? I <laughs> have that play from up top. If you guys want it, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, Let's, yeah, let's okay, just take a look at it. Just this is this once again a game winner. This is from this is from the cop from uh, the network. Okay? From CBS? Yeah, so here it is. Oh, Safety's up. Boom.
0: Yeah, there you go. The safety went with the tight end. Yeah, well, because it, bec- it was Schultz, because he's been doing yeah. that same play Bomb. all game. Look at game. it. caught him. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> once again killing. Kellen Moore getting in his bag. Yeah, because I Schultz had, like, what, three rollouts like that to yeah. him? And so that them safety tired, bit on him. Yeah.
2: Hey, run, it, run it back one more time. Okay. Look, look how tired these linebackers are. Look at them.
0: <sighs> yeah, too bad for them. Should have got yeah. them some extra yeah, cardio yeah. They in. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and need Schultz fat, had, they need that fat rub <laughs> You heard? Hey, hey and Dalton and, and showed five catches, 79 yards. I, he, I, I knew he was going to be a factor in this game.
2: Absolutely knew it. That dude. I mean that was that's where they were that's where they were vulnerable in the middle of that. Did you see that NBA one
0: games. catch that he had that was tipped to him? It was the luckiest mm-hmm. bounce that in that first else. in that first quarter. Should have been an INT, but it wasn't. well <laughs> uh, you asked a question about CD Lamb. I think you have ran from your apartments to the star because of what CD Lamb is, yep. man. And so I don't. I think we've been waiting on this, and I think he's gotten to 100 catches already. The yep. fastest Cowboy to get to 100. I mean, all of that is impressive. So he is what he is, and I. I think we know that this guy should have had a thousand yards last season had Dak not gotten hurt.
1: Great point. Great point, and it's nice to see him elevate and to be able to take over a game when you need it. Yeah, the little snotty news. I All
0: love right. it,
1: Mike. All right, <laughs> let's take our second break. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, it's smelly sticker time. We give yeah. our smelly stickers for week yeah. six when we come back. Yeah. Hi, I'm Clint Tillison with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for 2.29 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedaginturf.com Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now, let's get to work. The Cowboys way. where 16 Hall of Famers and 5 championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just ten bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to slash cowboys and use the code word Team JB. That's slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, ten bucks. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit ATT.com for details. Back to Talking
0: Cowboys.
1: Whether you're watching from home on CBS or you're cheering in the... Gillette Stadium stands with a Cowboys uniform. You can see every exciting play. You can book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor on Talking Cowboys. A victory Monday. That's what it is. That's following, what it is. Following a 35-29 Cowboys win yeah, yeah. over the New England Patriots.
0: I love this song. It's so vintage. It's so vibrant. No, we balling right now, man. How y'all feel? Y'all feeling like, you know, the road to the, to the, to SoFi is going to come through ATT? Are y'all starting to feel like that yet? Or is it too early to jump out it's the cake early. on thing yeah, like no, that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little, a little early. early. Okay, I ain't going to jump. I
1: ain't going ah, yeah. to. Keep
0: clothes on. Don't book it yet? No. no. Don't, no.
1: Don't book the trip yet, you mean? No. Don't, no. don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, we mentioned. Stay the course.
0: <laughs>
2: Stay the course.
1: American Airlines. Stay
2: the course. <laughs>
1: we mentioned the Cardinals game. Mm-hmm. Later in the year. And I do not want to fast forward through this by course. any means. Because don't be, don't there's be a lot. Guy. There's a guy. lot hey. that can happen between now and then. Don't do that. Hey. I'm
2: don't be that guy.
0: But you gotta remember.
2: Hey, you gotta remember
1: this this dude right here was a part of the 13 and 3 team. It's true. Stay the, it yet. It Stay the course. It takes one game. Stay course. It takes one game. Team. Now, we mm. talked about the Cardinals game and later on, of course, you you got an opportunity to we'll get an opportunity to see this Cowboys team stand up against at least what at the moment looks like the NFC's best. 6-0, and hard to argue that the Cardinals are the best in the NFC right now, the last remaining undefeated team. That's a perfect spot for a benchmark game. Not the last week of the year, but the next to last week of the year. So I think that's going to that's gonna be the time when if you go down there and you beat them, there's a really good chance that, that you could be <laughs> you might turn looking right back pretty. Around good. Again. Yeah, you might turn back around. There's gonna be losses along the way. I would be willing to jump out of the cake to say the Cowboys are not going to be who are gonna lose it, to sixteen and cow? one. Who are we gonna lose to? I'm not saying who we're losing to, <laughs> but we're not gonna be sixteen and one. That's not happening.
0: And,
2: and,
1: and, and, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, look, I, I see a few I see a few games where we may have some pitfalls. I think there's some NFC East games that you maybe have Closer competition than you like right Sleepwalk now. walk through. Right. I'm, I'm not naive enough to think that. I just feel as though that this team is in a position right now where you see, look, we're stacked. We have right. the depth that we need. And obviously all of this is contingent on health. We have to be healthy at the right positions as well. We can't lose... Our most important guy, who we know we cannot lose, and especially offensive linemen or whatnot. But we were talking about the the someone using Bill Belichick's system or uh, defense against us. Who's capable to do that? I think teams like Minnesota is capable to do that. I think the Cardinals are capable to do that. Yeah, I don't. Other than those teams, I don't know. Or well, the the Saints Chiefs? have it. No, nah, I don't think the Chiefs really. I'm just talking about personnel-wise. Uh, who could who could be uh, effective? Physical. Yeah, like that. So I mean, again, we none of that bothers us. We faced the uh, we faced the Panthers team that thought they could out physical us, and we punched them in the mouth too. You're exactly right. Who is your smelly sticker? for Well, my smelly sticker is going to a young man that is playing his life, his heart out right now, and came into the year needing to see big things from him and. My goodness, is he living up to expectations, two sacks, a sack-strip fumble, and that would be one Randy Gregory. And I'm giving you the banana because you went bananas <laughs> last night, bro.
1: I like it. Oh, Man, that sack and the, sack. the strip fumble. There you go. Oh my gosh, that was so nice. Mm. All right, Isaiah. All right. Melly sticker. So what I'm coming with here, y'all see that right there? What's that? That's a macaroon. Is that a macaroon? Mm-hmm. Is that a macaroon? Yeah, it's macaroon. What,
0: what you thought it was? Hamburger. That was a burger. <laughs> we calling this a burger?
2: <laughs> we are calling really? this a burger. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm <laughs> just that hungry. Okay, dag on it. All right, so listen up here. This is a burger today.
0: You don't okay? even eat me.
2: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Impossible. He doesn't right? know
0: what it looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what a burger looks like. I'm vegetarian, y'all. But listen up. This is a burger today. Okay, this fine macaron Bernie burger. Uh, Anyways, I'm giving this, uh, it's not a 40 burger, it's a 400 burger.
1: Oh. You see what I did there? I I see. It's a 400 burger. Uh,
2: This is going to the man Dak because Dak is playing lights out, and after overcoming that challenge yesterday in the form of Bill Belichick. You deserve a nice little double burger. A
1: little double macaroon burger Macaroon burger? Did you scratch it and see it smells oh like a burger? God. I did not.
0: It, it doesn't smell like a burger. It's that burger smell.
1: Yeah, not not the macaroon. That's funny. I'm looking at it now. It's, doesn't it look, is, look like a burger? It does not look like Come a burger. Come on, Kyle. Has it been no. that long since I've had a burger? <laughs> Probably. It's been that long. Probably. All right. Uh, I've got a little strawberry. I don't really know a good pun, but. Oh, got it. Oh. oh, the light came my, on. You see that? My smelly sticker goes to Trayvon Diggs because he's just picking everybody off like you would pick a strawberry off a tree. Uh, oh wow, wow, or off the vine or whatever they, they grow I off of. Bars. I like that one. Yeah, they're picking strawberries, picking wow. balls who would pick? Who would pick? Trayvon what? Diggs. He probably would pick Trayvon Diggs. I texted him. I think he is currently on the plane. So oh. we will have to wait for Rob P.'s tomorrow. Smelly Sticker, we'll get it all. Actually, well, we're not together we're tomorrow. Not tomorrow. We are God, not together. This is tomorrow. this is
0: this this sucks. I just want to let y'all know this. <laughs> I'm, it li- does. I'm looking forward to your show. <laughs> okay, you? hey, I am <laughs> looking forward <laughs> Let's to Let's see your this
1: show. really really quickly. I we got to get out of here here in a second. But what show are you on? <laughs>
0: I'm on mix um, shots. I'm on mix shots at 12:30, and I'm on with the legendary Bill Jones, and I'm on with the the, the young living old legend Rob P. Island. Old Ooh,
1: so Rob and you are both yeah, on yeah, me and P. Shots. P. on together. Okay, Isaiah, what show are you on? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. I'm okay. on with I'm on, <laughs> I'm on with break, Derek. Man. I'm on the, the break. Uh, I'm on the, the
2: break. break. Yeah, yeah I'm on the, the break. 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 That's gonna be uh, what time is that at? That is
1: uh, yeah, uh, be there. Ten o'clock. Ten
2: o'clock. Ten o'clock. Rob, be on there with Jesse. Myself and Derek.
1: Oh, that'll be I fun. I think Amber's on there too as well. Okay, and Amber. Yeah. Boom. There you go. So there's there's the two there. And then on talking Cowboys on this show, it'll be talking Tigers because it'll be me along with David Hellman and Danny McRae oh, on talking Talkin Cowboys. At little, a little Orgeron talk. The Unfortunately, whole time. Mate. yeah, it will just be it will just hey, be us talking about to, Ed Orgeron here, the whole time.
2: Here. I need y'all to start a pot.
1: Right, could, could stir could pot. get in? Scared, dog.
0: Could we get him a call in? We I could so probably satisfied. get Coach Oda called. Stir
2: the call. doggone pot. You better believe it. Don't y'all let this just seep away. No. No. Marry y'all I stir mean. this doggone you pot while we're on the show. You, you feel you me?
0: You think it's just you. Know you know where the, game you know go where go the allegiance it. lies. You, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: All right, y'all. It was a lot of fun here on this Victory Monday, but we got to get out of here. Hope you had some fun with us here over the last 45 minutes or so. For Chris Beam in the back, for Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you next time here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
0: about you, Cowboys? Yeah!